in future news, Don Lemon, Tucker Carlson, Crossfire, two, douchebag. Sorry, I added a tagline there at the end. I think they brought the. I think they brought that themselves. Yeah, they, they definitely got tagged yesterday. But speaking of speaking of douchebags. Well, good morning to you too. Good morning. Good morning to you too, sir. Uh, happy four two five Tuesday. Um, yeah, day day <clears throat> day five hundred and one of the uh, alcohol free experiment. But um, nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But uh, speaking of douchebags, so uh, they, they, you know, they, they, they shit can Tucker Carlson because obviously he's actively engaged in facilitating insurrection and violence against Americans by less educated people that, you know, went out and bought weapons and hide behind the religious scripture. Uh, but I'm, I, I don't think I'm, I don't surprise isn't the word. I'm not surprised that people post things. Uh, bragging about their bigotry, bragging about their embracing of ignorance and uh, all that stuff. I'm not surprised about that. I am surprised that consumers in a marketplace still want to be associated or have like have that person sign in their in their yard in this in this one case i'm thinking of uh you know that somebody rants and i think at some point we've all had seasons in life and struggled with uh you know eating disorders or alcohol or whatever but for somebody who still actively engages in both which again we all go through seasons in life uh but their brand is is their brand is hatred and then when you look at them when they do it it's hiding behind the bible uh i don't uh, i'm i'm just i'm just confused why other people that would use them for it would would not also be encouraging people to 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 recognize they themselves are bigots or uh fascist or ignorant or racist or whatnot so it's anyway anyway so do you think that it was uh that that was part of the agreement or that uh rupert murdoch just said well i just had to cut a check for seven seven hundred eighty seven thousand dollars you gotta get out of here uh man you know if it's behind the scenes that would be wonderful but i'm gonna assume it's you cost me money and I can't afford as a entire company for you to do it again. And, uh, Piro and, and Ingram and Hannity, uh, they got to go too. And, and, and I hope the, the foe and friends morning show, they certainly do plenty of that. Um, the thing is, Everybody's going to come after him now. And wherever Tucker goes, if he doesn't change his rhetoric, he's going to cost that money, that company, millions and millions of dollars. So what does he do? Does he start telling the truth? Who's going to hire him? I'm sure it's a great thing initially. Their ratings will boom. But uh, I'm I would just be the guy behind the tree rubbing my hands as a lawyer, wherever he goes. Yeah, I'm trying to find online uh, Newsmax net value because obviously a lot of I don't know the, the well based on their employees. You remember the I old know, days? Their value is nil. Right, right. That it's like under, it's like just between two and three million dollars, which seems impossible. I mean, 
because racists love spending money because they've been hoarding it for multiple generations. So they, um, if I can click on news here. Yeah, I don't know, but I would much rather have uh, my my future ex-wife, Cecily Strong, playing Janine Pirro. I think that would be much better, infinitely better than actually Janine Pirro, which is odd, Janine Pirro, because she is that kind of the epitome of that, you know, fraudulently conservative woman who's right, you know, because hiding behind religious sex and whatnot. She doesn't do it that much on the show, but, but that she's, you know, everything's a booze fest. So, yeah. Anyway, but it's going to be interesting to watch Fox News, period. Uh, Because if they don't change instantly, how are they going to survive? The the precedence is set. But the advertisers, I mean, what did I tell you about your about their product that they would? they would associate with such rampant and provable lies because you know if there was an ounce of evidence that there was anything <coughs> wrong with that election, they would be keeping their $787 million. So, yeah, yeah. You can scream that the courts are corrupt. You can scream everything in the world. But if they had an ounce of real evidence, they would be ecstatic to actually show real evidence of something that really happened, uh, that they were actually a victim of something ever. They would be broadcasting that. They they would start three new channels just to broadcast that in addition to their propaganda machine they already have. So, uh, still, uh, scumbags are going to scumbag. They, uh, they are nouns and verbs. It's yeah, I mean it's tragic all around, and I and I'm I'm very concerned. Uh, yeah, I'm just very concerned that a lot of this. I mean, especially for people of an older generation, I'm can't believe somebody hasn't filed or stepped in because I think this constitutes elder abuse to manipulate and, and hose people out of this money and brainwash them into, you know, and I understand contextually, probably when they were young, this is what people thought and they've never had to adjust their way of thinking. But, but to encourage people to think that way is to like your making fun of a a handicapped person in your classroom or in your workspace. Um, So, anyway. Yeah, well. I'm I'm, I'm surprised more people haven't stepped in from a mental health, uh, elder abuse standpoint to do something about it, so. It would be nice. That's an interesting twist because then you have evangelicals doing the exact same thing on the, uh, I don't know, maybe it's the second oldest profession. Maybe it's the oldest. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, prostitution and rest, professional wrestling come in there in the other two spots, but. But I mean, anytime, I mean, obviously, you know, just as a, as a functional to create a caste system and create order and take power away from the majority of people and get them to want to enslave themselves under the guise of freedom. Where, we, where do we see that every day? Um, obviously, religion was a was a integral tool in that process that's been going on for thousands of years. Um, and obviously, you know, and, and I guess it is a is a, a meme that's gone around lately that, uh, especially with Christianity, that it's not, you know, that didn't spread through the value and beauty and the message, which I think if people actually got into the text and, you know, I mean, you could, I think you can find proactive 
suggestions, you know, obviously with kindness and feeding people and all that, but obviously the main practitioners in America who scream the loudest and do all that, don't, don't do any of that stuff. And they use it as a weapon of hate uh, and to discriminate against people and abuse them. But, uh, but uh, yeah, that's, that's why people can't have nice things. That's why people can't have nice things. It is exactly why we can't have nice things. I uh, I just think that they're so cowardly and afraid of everything different than them, and that. that well, they uh, they are a hundred percent, but that's because they sit in front of the fucking TV and watch Newsmax and Fox News. And they believe all these nonsense lies that minorities and gay people and trans people are coming to get them, which heads up they're not, and which leads to, you know, some kid knocking on the wrong door and some old brainwashed coward murdering him. Or not murdering him because he's not dead, but I mean, shooting him, you know, and all these, you know, the people think that again the same thing with the religion that their right to it's not about what they want to do for themselves in their own life it's that if you don't agree with it and you don't abide by their somebody else's beliefs they think they have the right to inflict punishment and violence against you sorry go ahead well it just the 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 notion of anything different than me is an insult to me and mine is a mentality I see in them. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're different, you uh, clearly you're mocking me by by pointing out that my culture is inferior, which it just so happens is true. But that wasn't how it started. And then they feed that amygdala. That fear is amygdala juice, and it it, it uh, sends that 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 nine volt battery on the tongue jolt of of energy that they thrive on, inventing ways to be victims. I had someone look me dead in the eye one time and said, "Well, I believe Christians are going to start being slaughtered." Well, um. Good thing you're not a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's part of the calling. I mean, that's part of when you sit there and, and, you know, you have the group think and the, and, and, you know, the, the repetitive, repetitive verses, repetitive sayings, uh, reinforcing the idea but part of the idea you know is that is taught and is stressed that you know real real christians are oppressed and uh much like when the you know disciples went out and and you know the missionaries went out through time later to convert people that uh because they were persecuted and they were this that you're not a real christian you're not a real servant of the lord unless you're being persecuted you're being attacked you're being this or that so for most people you know i think that we talked about are like well you know live, live and let live do your thing they think because they're not converting you that that's an attack on them and so if they're not, if they can't scream victimization and victimhood, that you know they feel like they're not a true, authentic believer. Uh, so, you know, unfortunately, victimhood's part of the conditioning for for a lot of folks that that get into uh, those schools of thought. You know that I get the that they think that victimhood is empowerment. Uh, the same way a lot of people, you know, especially in America, think that slavery is freedom and that war is peace. You know, if, if America is attacking someone else, then we're in control and we're strong. 
you know, versus, and, and they think that, that uh, dialogue and negotiation is weakness, whereas they, you know, begin because they think that violence, the same way their religion spread throughout the world, they think violence is the answer for everything. So. I think that on top of all that, the, uh, the notion that there are a victim justifies, and that's the only reason they, they do this, is to justify their actions. They're not mm -hmm. acting, they're reacting. It is the kid with his hand in the boot on top of his head. 100%. 100%. 100%. Well, you know, whatever, whatever they are, and it really, all they have to do is bother to say words to themselves within their inner monologue or outwardly, if you're on Fox News, that, uh, that your cause is just and your, uh, defense of yourself, you enthusiastically uh with such zeal and it that you are justified to hate and, and hurt others in your defense meanwhile what other people are doing doesn't have a damn thing to do with you so but i think freedom for the right is the freedom to oppress that's the only freedom they are interested in. Yeah, sorry, I'm just reading things that people who, well, fortunately, the dumb stuff is mostly from uh, friends of people that I'm Jesus. Anyway. Yeah, I was reading the the on Tucker Carlson tonight, which, uh, Ooh, you know what I'm going to do? Going back to what I was saying, dumb people saying dumb things. Uh, clearly they all think that the election was stolen. Uh, they, they choose to believe that despite the fact that any company, any, entity that already has $787 million to begin with got that way through corruption. Uh, I don't care what and who you are. There's just no way to amount that much uh, wealth without being evil. But let's look up Tucker Carlson tonight wiki. I'm going to make noise just to avoid dead air while I do it. Not at all. Not at all. I've, we're, we're so busy. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure our, our conservative listeners understand thinking's hard. So we're, we're both uh, entrenched in the development of knowledge and, uh, and research. How do they go that long talking without rhetoric? I don't know. It's we got tough. we got rhetoric. Yeah, we do. We do. Do we? Uh, I think it's supposed to rain again this weekend. So I think that would be like the eighth or ninth Saturday in a row. Right. It's rained. I don't. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. That's, I, you know, I mean, fortunately, we. They what? They 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 just scheduled these things so inconveniently. I don't know. I mean, the NFL is able to schedule hundreds of games and uh why can't the weather people schedule rain for some day other than than uh weekends man i mean i, I just don't get it just then consider it i'll tell you who somebody was a great disappointment that is tulsi gabbard she was a hardcore Republican that saw the light. And I really thought that was a combination uh, we needed. You know, 
you and I both were registered Republicans at one point. And there has to be a path to redemption. Uh, to have a functioning society, the dumb people have to give up their dumbness. And, and the enlightened, decent folk <laughs> need to be receptive and forgive them for their transgressions. And yes, I'm being purposely, purposely obtuse just to, I don't know, rub it, rub it in a little more salt. The old salt on the end of the finger that's poking the wound. Because fuck them guys, man. But anyway, until they decide to find that path to redemption, fuck them. But when they do, what are we going to do? I think you're going to be more welcoming than I am. I don't want a whole lot to do with any of them. Well, I'd rather not, but also I know that uh, not including them would give them grounds to say that they were validating everything that they had claimed before about being excluded. Yeah. Uh, and... You know, it's easier. It's easier to work with people than to uh, create a situation where they feel like you're enemies, and then suddenly you've got somebody else wasting your time trying to jam your jam your uh, plans up. Man, Fox News at eight o'clock just has a list of winners, don't we? Uh, I don't know. Let me it, flip over. Let me flip over it, and see what dog show they're talking about. One second. It, it, that time slot used to have Bill O'Reilly and uh, uh, Megan Kelly. Oh, eight o'clock at night. Sorry, never mind. I was yeah. I was flipping over right now. Yep. Yeah, but those, that, those yeah. Th that is a lovely, lovely combination of people who take money from the elderly and ignorant. I don't know. Well, they feel of, empowered because they don't have to put, they don't have to wear white sheets when they right, say what they really it, think anymore. It does help uh, yeah. to have the white sheet off. But clearly, clearly those people have the facilities are you tapping the mic on something you there I believe we lost our co-host anyway uh, the people of that ilk aren't responsible enough for the money and I should be the one managing it for them. Can you hear me now? Yeah, what were you doing? Uh, well, I turned it off and on. I don't know if there's like multiple buttons struck, multiple functionalities on here. No, it's just on and off. Oh, that's weird. I don't know. Did, did don't the know. battery die or something? No, I had it plugged in. Uh, right. No, yeah, no, I, uh, I just, uh, I tried to mute it to, uh, as I traversed the pirate ship. Um, well, but uh, I have to hit the mute button on the phone app. Ah, the technology. Sorry, I didn't want to sound like a right winger. So, oh, there we go. Right on. I, uh. I have a pillow and a jacket for you because technologies. Wait, are you saying you have my pillow? Your future pillow. Man, and you're not and you didn't even use to smoke crack. Um, that is true story. It is indeed. That's the other thing. My pillow guy is the epitome of people that believe that. He's a dude who was smoking crack for years 
And part of his redemption story to make himself feel like a hero is organized religion and, you know, and then wanting to be a patriot. I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's, that's that uh, group of folks. Do you think a lot of it is that they are so terrified of standing on their own that they have to have that hive mind and in, in that herd mentality uh, of I will agree to anything as long as I'm not alone and people say they like me? Yeah, well, I think it's a lot of that. The same reason they got into organized religion that they they probably had rough upbringings, which I you know I'm not I don't wish that on people, uh, but that they uh, for whatever reason did a lot of horrible shit in their lives or things that they were told were horrible. They feel a lot of shame. They feel a lot of guilt because either they did horrible things or they were in situations that people tried to make them feel like they'd done horrible things. And so uh, they found uh, organized religion, which was a thing of, oh, my God, I did all these horrible things, and now I'm saved. Somebody else paid for my sins. You know, whatever behaviors they... they, It isn't about they truly believe they've been exonerated by the Almighty, who allegedly knows everything, and since he is all-knowing and all-powerful, he knew everything the instant he became cognizant of his existence and therefore could not change anything and forced just to watch the movie that plays out, meaning nobody has free will and everything we do is preordained by the same person that can't change anything or they prove themselves wrong. Anyway, it's not that they believe that it's actually happening. They just like the facade of other people saying they've been exonerated. It's just peer review. So I, I, I really don't believe anybody believes in the afterlife the way it is portrayed by the con artists that started whichever particular flavor that they're subject to. Just as, well, I mean, we all know we. You, if God knows everything, then He knows what you did Saturday night while you're crying Sunday morning in church about loving God. He knows, right? Well, but that's 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 their motivation is that they the the spiral of self hate, and also if they did believe any of that stuff, they wouldn't keep actively doing the things they thought were bad. You know. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah they. They wouldn't be afraid to die. They would stop doing the things that, you know, but somehow Jesus is okay with them doing it. It is self-delusion on a tragic level. How much more could the world be if we didn't suppress science for hundreds and hundreds of years? You know, uh, was that an AI thing that ran? Like a like it's like somebody said to AI, "What's show us what the world would look like if organized religion hadn't dominated the world?" You know, for the last two thousand years, and it was you know a utopia for every everyone who was there. Per the AI, you know, um, I don't know of any such running of AI but it would be fascinating. Clearly, medical technology and other technologies would have advanced further than it would be, or is, it would be far greater. Um, but we're still doing it today, you know? <clears throat> there, The fact that we can't use stem cells in this country to research, <clears throat> research boggles my mind. But what's funny is the people that fight it also benefit from it. But they know they have the power and money to get the best that's available right now. 
and that's enough. It goes back to the car I was talking about. They don't care about health and living longer or or whatever abilities we could gain because evolution isn't going to wait around, sit around and wait for normal evolution with technology. It's going to utilize that and help humans and whatever evolve. But as long as they have access to stuff that other people don't, they're happy. Well, it's any chance to otherize people and to try to make people feel different and to not not include them in things to try to feel elite or exclusive. Yeah, they would rather live 100 days instead of 150 days as long as everyone else only lives 99. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Exactly. It's, uh, yeah, it's a bonkers. Did you keep up with much of the Don? I find it hard to believe that he just goes by Don Lemon and he doesn't, and, and there was not a period of his life where he didn't try to convince folks that the, the pronunci- pronunciation of his name was Don Lemon. Don Lemon, ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, it, well, and I feel like, now. yeah, well, I feel like a lot of the stuff that people are, are you know, feigning anger at him about um, are things that might be, you know, associated more with French culture. Um, <laughs> yes, that is. You know, just, just as a old school way lovely, of life. Love, lovely segue right there. It, I get to feel it was Mad Men for him. I think he well, let's not uh, shit. Let's not shit on it on an American institution here. Let's <laughs> let's let's focus on what we're talking about. Well, um, Mad Men like. Can I get away with that one? No, no, no. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I apologize to both Don Draper and uh, Jack Ham. I mean, if if. Uh, if Mad Men was about gay black guys, because obviously Don Lemon is a is a is an African American who's is gay, homosexual fellow. Um, I was. I mean, do you think the only reason he kept his job for so long is because he was he was a, a gay and black? Uh, I didn't know. It he seems was like gay. that was pretty much the only reason he kept his job for so long. I had no yeah. idea he was gay, and uh, you know he 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 fit the role uh, on screen. He was able to present that air that uh, news people have to have. It that's why he kept his job. You know he was popular. I I don't know to the to the extent that he was a giant douche nozzle, but he uh he he was bad enough to get fired for evidently, you know. If there's any pending litigation, we'll see how that goes. Maybe he feels he was unjustly terminated. But if you're making your coworkers cry, eat shit. Get fired. Well, let's you not know. go that far. They could, they could, they could just be calling him mean. Um, if you, yeah, are justifiably uh, making people cry, maybe that wasn't the best term, but well, I'm always curious. Yeah. I'm always curious because I think, especially now, and I think it gets back to I don't know if it was you. I know we've talked about it before, but like culturally, the intense misuse and misappropriation of words like creepy and cringe where some people are just or or when like the idea of being socially awkward like some people just are and they're not you know but but where culturally now people feel entitled or encouraged to ascribe malicious intent to people who are shy or uh 
socially awkward or whatnot. Um, but I just, I always, I, you know, I just really always want to see what, what were the specific bullet points that people want to cite? Because a lot of times in situations that I'm like, if you don't have a point by point bullet point, it's been my experience of multiple over years and like the, the thing where people, you know, I just expect them to show up on time. And they and they call that being mean versus people I've dealt with that I've had to have removed from an organization who are making fun of trans people, and that's obviously not appropriate. So we had to ask them to stop, and then get them to had to remove them from organizations. Um, I just want to know exactly, you know, what what happened, not not how did it make you feel, but what actually happened. You know, because I think we've all seen scenarios where somebody just opens the door, or holds the door for someone or says good morning or nice day today. And then the person they've held the door for or said nice day today is like, what the hell does that mean? Why are you holding the door? That's weird. What do you want from me? You know what I mean? And I just want to know, like, let's, you know, we'll try to take people's feelings and context into consideration, but let's see what actually happened. versus how did it make you feel because there's a proportional response you know let's let's start with the facts of the case and then build off of that um well i I mean i agree because you certainly have a subset of people that find every situation to be offended by um I would suspect that as long as these uh, tidbits of information about him have been going on and uh, the fact that a 17-year veteran, one of the anchors literally of the company, uh, they probably didn't take this lightly in in regard to if it was a one-off, it probably wouldn't be an issue. Um. He was saying sexist comments and generally just being mean to people. It got Ellen and it got him. And, and I, I mean, I love the fact that somebody who is abusing people, the notion that they can be fired is, uh, it fits right in with me. I'm fine with that. He certainly could have steered his pirate ship differently because again this it's not a guy just poking their head into a cube and saying good morning it is uh it had to be it just had to be i mean i would assume and i am assuming as we all are that aren't directly involved but i would assume that one of their cash cows just didn't get canned Yeah, I'm I and I and I do feel I am I am happy that people are making clear distinctions about more specific incidents like with the Ellen thing. I like that there was a clear track record of behavior that can be agreed upon by reasonable people that it was not acceptable behavior. Uh because you know just to just to have a clear distinction that it's not wasn't done to them because of their identity and also that they're that they it's not behavior you can get out of because of your identity um knowing knowing people who I've dealt with before who think that they're uh how they identify in the same way that right wing evangelical people do it but obviously they don't identify that way, but they they identify with groups that have uh, traditionally been marginalized and that's their excuse, or they think they're protected and that they can be a piece of shit and treat people poorly. And their excuse is 
things that didn't happen to them or that because they identify as part of a group that people have been mean to, that they think that that's the same thing as doing it to them when people haven't in, 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 in the context of the scenarios I'm thinking of actually done it to them and instead have been extremely supportive of their identity, supportive of their life choices, supportive of uh, um, them, you know, actively having the freedom and right and mobility to engage in their highest and best life choice. Um, but obviously nobody, I mean, but I think it had obviously was situational and, and, and behavioral because I've never, I don't think, I don't know anybody that has heard anything comparable to uh, like from Anderson Cooper. Right. In that context. Did you ever, were you in school when Channel One was a thing? Yes. Wait, Channel One. Why is that ringing a bell? It was like the newscast for the kids. Like when I was in middle school and they started having TVs in every room, like it was the first 25 or 30 minutes every day. Oh, wow. No, nothing like that. But when okay. I was a kid, they still ran, you know, black and white program. Uh, one thing. Uh, Lemon said on air is Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. A woman is considered to be in their prime in their 20s and 30s or maybe 40s. And, uh, you know. Why? Well, yeah, I, but I, I think he's, I think he, I think, well, but it might just be because he doesn't know anything about women other than he sometimes feels like one. Uh, but I think that I, he, I don't think he was referring to political life because generally speaking, women, as with all, as with men or however people identify are the more life experience you have, obviously. So I think the, he was, I think he was referring to, I think he was using an old trope to try to fit it and sound masculine, um, just out of a lack of self-esteem and obviously himself not being masculine. Um, but obviously, I think he was referring to the idea about childbirth or, or physical aesthetic, whatever, which shouldn't have a bearing on someone's electability. And obviously, I don't agree with Nikki Haley on a lot of things, but I think obviously she's a dedicated public servant. Um, but that obviously the finger quotes prime of someone's ability to serve is not obviously reasonably gauged. You know, it's obviously typically the, the more life experience you have, the more appropriate context you have to deal with people and to do that. But obviously he shouldn't have said that. But I just think that was him being a dumbass trying to sound masculine uh, because he's insecure about how he identifies sexually. Um, well, I think that fits to the entirety of every conservative male. So. Uh... Well, definitely, it, it, the, yeah, de it, yeah, yeah. The Oak Oakley's. It's an interesting. It's interesting that if he felt that way, that he would feel that way. Um, I, like I said, I had no idea he was gay. I, I didn't have any perceived lack of masculinity. Uh, but then again, I really guess I don't bother looking for it. Um, people are just what they and who they are. What is masculinity and other than uh, the physical attributes of the gender? No, I would. Mentality? I, no. That's, that's something I would like to explore because yeah. I never really, never really thought about masculinity image outside of people that are emotionally brain dead. Um no, I, I mean, I would say, I mean, at least my, for the purposes of this conversation, I'm, I'm just, my idea about my masculinity is that you have a humble heart and put others before you and you focus on service and you don't engage in fake tropes that the MAGA people and the, those people engage in that you have you know that you have if 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 you needed to have physical capabilities to do something to protect someone else or yourself you could do that but you don't actively seek out to enforce that or onto other people 
Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. And so Your you don't initial yeah. description. I hope that's attached to every form of entity, masculine, feminine, whatever in between or outside of that scope. Uh, but I'm, literally, I'm sitting here trying to think of when I am purposely acting masculine and uh i think just it's whatever comes out of me i i don't really put any energy into that well but that's exactly what i'm saying is that's i think a more authentic form of in my mind what constitutes masculinity is that you don't sit around and when you see people especially now you know people that are elected on the local level or people at MAGA rallies and all this crazy ass nonsense, you know, that the, they were super into duck dynasty a few years ago and that, that they're identify what they identify is not genuine, authentic masculinity. Yeah. And I think, and I don't even necessarily like that word because the, the, to, to your point about whatever entity it would be, <clears throat> I just think it's been poorly represented, but uh, you know, I, I say poorly represented previously in history, certain people, uh, gender was something that was associated with certain jobs and, you know, they weren't letting women serve in the military and active combat roles. And so those things became associated together. Um, uh, but I'd well, certainly, it's not going to be Oakleys and AR-15s that exactly uh, correct, correct. Make your PP valve bigger and better. Well, and yeah. obviously, because if if it worked at all, they wouldn't have to do shit like that, and they wouldn't adhere to that culture, and they wouldn't engage in those in those behaviors or any of that way of thinking. Um. So yeah, that's 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 part of the struggle in America today. How can you show people they don't have to do that if they feel like they don't have value? What can you do to help empower people in a way that show them that kindness and public service and servitude to others and you know being inclusive will more than help them fulfill that that need of of value and that all that other fake shit is nonsense and it's not real and it's going to destroy any feelings of value they have or they might potentially have. So I think what we have found is that uh, the fear of being alone, the fear of anything different than you has a commonality in everybody's weak behavior and uh it's fear yeah I well it's fear. Like fear yeah but it but multi especially i mean in america but especially in the southeast united states and states that used to be part of the confederacy it's multi-generational self-hatred um it's multi-generational being conditioned to think that you're a loser so people pass on to their kids that they're losers and all this stuff and so the validation for their hatred at people because they feel like losers is oh well you're not losers you're a you're a winner through jesus so they're weaponizing yeah. religion as a as a tool for hatred to try to overcome their their uh <clears throat> their low self-esteem um so it's yeah it's 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 tough all around you know and just trying to reach people to show them and help them work past that but you know it's tough when when they've had a literally in a lot of cases physically beat into them their whole lives with belts and fists or whatever uh, whatever their parents or guardians or grandparents could find that, uh, you know, you're, you're not allowed to make your own decisions. You're not allowed to do things, you know, and if you don't pray about stuff, you're a piece of shit who's going to burn in hell. And 
don't trust anybody that has functional self-esteem that doesn't involve validation from the sky, you know. Praying is something I don't understand. It is literally hoping that the entity you once again claim to be all-knowing, meaning they already know everything that's going to happen, but you're trying to you're trying to weaken your chosen entity of power, uh, your your mythological figurehead. If 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 God answers your prayer, that means He changed His mind, and therefore was wrong initially. I I don't understand the concept of prayer. Well, I think it's if partially it's anything more. Ahead, if it's anything more than hoping God predetermined this outcome, then you're trying to weaken your uh, Lord and Savior. Well, I would definitely say that that is one interpretation, but I think a lot of it also would be that because uh, I have, was in this most of my life. Um, so I have a lot of sympathy. Well, I don't say about sympathy. I mean, I, by default, I have empathy, but I try to maintain a sympathetic heart because I've, I've known a lot of, uh, uh, good or kind people or whatnot. Uh, and people who obviously, if you get into real conversations with them, they'll admit to believing things. And I don't want to say admit, but I mean, they will confirm that they believe things that if they stood up and said it, said it in church, people would pitch a, pitch a fit about, you know, whether that's um, uh, that relatives who have passed away visit you in dreams that them communicating with you or, I mean, that's the main example that pops into my head. But, um, but I think a lot of people uh, do use it as, uh praying for patience and tolerance and humility to accept god's will that their life does suck and that they they are um that they're never going to be rich they're never going to whatever they're never going to have all these things their relatives do die horrible deaths or or young people in their family or whatever it is that um that there is a lot of prayer about god changing their hearts not necessarily you know changing his plans but also you know you got to shake your head if you are a predetermination person why why are you upset about stuff i mean all right so i don't know i don't know if we've ever done this if you will indulge me. I'm here for indulgence. I am here for indulgence. So so God has existed always, right? There is there is uh yes, a large school of thought in that realm that would say that. Okay. Yes. Right. All right. I mean and there's both there there are various the, schools of thought. One of them is what you just said. Right, right. Uh, agreed. We are we are talking from uh, our perception of what conservatives believe. Well, I'll, I'll set this un, un, uneducated conservatives who yeah. emotionally weak, specifically emotionally weak, that yes. are into Trump and all yes. that. Yes, yes. And and also, so the whole concept of how did the Big Bang happen, or how did God happen? To me, those equal out, right? That they're the same yeah. thing and that they've always. Well, not that they're the same thing. Oh, you I'm mean that God, the God, the God snapped his fingers or said bang? Well, the concept of something happening before anything else existed. Right. You know, yes. when did, yes. when did God start? Well, he's always been here. Well, explain that. Well, I can't. When did the universe start and how did the big bang happen? It just happened. We'll explain that. Well, I can't. You know, it, it's equally unprovable. 
Well, but they're but, also called on to not be in, they're called on to have the faith of a child. Yes, and so yes. you, you can't have a developed education and still have a child's mindset. But I mean, you know, well, there you can when when you're being asked to give up 10%. So so we establish those two are the same. So we'll just throw those away. But God is all-knowing, right? Omniscient. In this world, yes. In that world, yes. Okay. So he knows everything, and he's also all-powerful, right? In that world, yes. Yeah, okay. So if he has the power to know everything, then the instant that whatever happened and he became, or say he, it became aware it knew that you and I were going to have this conversation and every other thing that ever happened, every arrangement of every molecule and, and, and just everything. Therefore, nothing we can do can differ from that because if we went left instead of right as God foresaw in the beginning, then we proved it wrong. Right, but in their way of thinking, you would never be able to make that choice. So, therefore, there is no free will. And we're just playing a movie. Correct. For some reason. That, that, but when you say that to a religious person, uh, half the time they just fall into the, well, you'll find out when you die. So, uh, you know. I have a lot of fun with that particular train of thought. I don't know how accurate it is, but it makes sense to me. It, you know, if you put a movie in that the director, a.k.a. God, determined that's what the movie is going to be, and, you know, unless they release the director's cut, and if God were to release the director's cut, well, clearly he was wrong at one point. And, and, and this, if the Bible... And God's word is so absolute. Why did he have to write a sequel? Yeah, well, that's, yeah, 100%. 100%. What, um, what's your day going to be like? Uh, meetings most of the day and then, uh, you know, tonight, so. Oh, yeah. It is Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah, it snuck up on me. Yeah, I've got a 9 o'clock, a 10.30, an 11.30, possibly a 12.30 if my 11.30 wraps in time. So, And then probably some other things, trying to get these deals wrapped up and uh, get, some, get some other uh, other stuff in the pipeline. We may shoot tomorrow night, looking like mostly cloudy. I certainly don't want to be caught in any rain whatsoever. Yeah, let me... I'm really excited about that. Absolutely, 100%. Well, and that was the thing. So we, so, uh, so location scouting the other day. Yeah. Uh, and we saw... That guy being chased, chased by the police. Oh, yeah, man. I, we should have brought that up Monday, shouldn't we? Yeah, I um, thought, I mean, literally it looked like a scene out of uh, Police Academy, and it almost looked like it, it wasn't fair because the people in the yellow outfits that were, well, you can't describe them in a way that people wouldn't misrepresent what you're saying is body shaming, but, uh, uh, but it looked unfair. They might have had to run uphill at some point. But uh, they were not <laughs> they were not optimal for the then existing conditions because that dude took three strides and was already out of sight while they were had about 50 strides each uh, holding on to their uh, belts and jiggly parts. And. Uh, <laughs> well, that was that pretty was much so everything, funny, dude. That was pretty much it. It was everything was jiggling on them people. <laughs> 
Well, I was curious. Oh my goodness. I was curious because I saw where there was a stabbing like that earlier that day or the night before. So I didn't know if that was the guy they were chasing who had killed the guy in the stabbing. Well, let's hope not because I'm giggling about it. Well, they caught, I mean, they caught the guy, which was surprising. Um, uh, Cause obviously somebody who was that nimble, could you imagine how many more stabbings he could do if he could move that quickly just with his feet? So probably infinite if it's only those that group that particular group chasing him. Yeah. Well, at least it wasn't like somebody could you imagine if somebody had thrown an apple out of a car and started a, a, a riot throughout the city? And then you'd have to have a florist to uh to break up and save the save the two two people at the end of the thing. Out of control. Uh you know that is a documented true event that they used in police academy oh no no i'm saying police academy is is the, the, true, is event. the true event sorry sorry that, that was a documentary and a highly accurate one at that well part of me thinks it wouldn't be because they were so cool some of the characters in that were so cool that uh yeah, that's a good point that uh it, it was comical though it it absolutely was just what are we looking at it, it almost looked fake like it was staged we should have been filming it though man that made me sad oh that thing yeah yeah no that was a good time um yeah let's let's try to be economical because i've got a thing tomorrow night i need to try to get out to um uh but, uh, well, you know, I mean, it, it's just like with all of this, man, nobody is required to be there. If I am there by myself, I'll find B-roll. So 100%. I don't want anybody to, to feel obligated. Um, there, there'll be times when it's like, Hey, you know, we need enough people to get this done. But, uh. I, I plan on filming this 20 different ways, man. Yeah, that was, that was the other thing that I'm excited about. And, 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 and I'm not worried about people's, well, I guess I say that now watch me say, I'm not worried about somebody stealing an idea and then they do it and they, they, uh, become unnaturally successful doing it. But, but just that idea that we talked about and that, that, that beautiful monologue you wrote that I think is impactful for everyone. Um, and I don't know how people can read it and or hear it or see it being performed and not have very like PTSD trigger recalls about when they have failed people and let people down and failed themselves. Uh, but the, you know, the thing I'd mentioned before about shooting it with 50 different or have as many people as possible and cutting it all together. Right. Right. Single thing. Maybe we'll talk about that tonight. Because one aspect is to give the performance. And the other aspect is to read it from the heart. And uh, I think that's what I would want to capture. Is people reading it, not performing it. Yeah, but part of me, I just feel like I don't, I mean, I think it would be difficult to have the text in front of you because it's so impactful that I, it seems difficult, and I guess whatever, you can do just about anything, but it seems difficult to have it in front of you and to just when you're, that your brain would automatically send signals to, to parts of your soul. And so you it, does. Could... it 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 takes you it, it you start to read it and then you just really get submerged into all of it and I feel like for me when even though I wrote it when I reread it it's different each time you know it it'll, it'll propagate memories and feelings um 
Yeah, but, I, I do like that piece. Yeah, but this, I just, uh, and maybe just to be more specific, I don't see how you could, you could try to read it without it becoming such a personal experience that it wouldn't inadvertently turn into a. Yeah, you're you're compelled to deliver the lines. Yes, the yes. way the way the they were written intended the way I intended the words to affect you, they do. So it, it's, you'll start in one way and you're going to end up somewhere else. That's what I want to capture. So if it becomes a performance, maybe that's fine. But to start off with, uh, maybe it needs to be a cold read. I don't know. 720. We are out of here, out of here for today. And, uh, we'll talk more tonight, man. All right. Take it easy. America, have a good Later. day. Later. Bye. Bye.